Welcome to How Do You Say Yarrows? How do you say yarrows? <laughs> How do you say yarrows? It'll be all the fun in the world. Hey, everybody. I'm Adam. And I'm Gabrielle. Won't you nestle into story time with us? Yay! Yay. It's time to tell a story. It is. Gabby, do you want to lead it off? Sure. So our story today finds us in a mystical land Ooh. full of flowers and whimsy Ooh. and big, big trees. Ooh. There are rainbows every day at 3 o'clock and big raindrops before the, the rainbows that people can ride on the raindrops and the sun is really really big in this area and says good morning to everybody every morning okay. and in this magical world there are gumdrops they are like flowers in the area and you could just pick them up and eat them as much as you want you're like me 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 they are delightful even poop comes out as Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> it is a magical place, children. And if you go there, you're so safe because you're nuzzling into a story that is so happy and joyous. But there were some big problems. The taxes were quite high. And of course, the local unions caused quite a few problems because there was always the wondering, were the ogres responsible for safety or is that really more of an elf issue? But aside from that, life was good. Until one day, a dragon moved into the area. And that, my friends, is where our story begins. Because the dragon has arrived, and two young friends, two fairies in fact, one named Willow and one named Lilac, are commissioned to get rid of the dragon by the local council of woodland creatures in this mystical land. And by young, we mean that Willow was 270, and Lilac was only 250. Mm, they were practically infants. <laughs> as far as fairies go, that is. Indeed. And they were particularly young looking too. They really had not aged into their proper fairy shoes. <laughs> so, since Willow was the older fairy, she often took lead when she and Lilac were doing anything together. So, Willow tended to kind of tell Lilac what they had to do and be the one to plan everything out. And Lilac tended to kind of, just kind of follow Willow, um, ask annoying questions, but you know, in a way that she felt like was helpful. Interesting analysis of the two. <laughs> so the woodland creatures bring Willow and Lilac together and they say, how will you get rid of this dragon? Lilac immediately asked a thousand questions about this scenario, including the age of the dragon, their political preferences, where they go for their Saturday brunch, and all the questions along the way. Willow, on the other hand, took out her bow gun and said, I'm going to bring this sucker down with one shot to the head, one shot, one kill, just like in Call of Duty, Fairy Edition. The Council of Woodland Creatures, though, said, Hard pass, go. We are not here to kill dragons. 
they are protected by the local government because they are a rare breed and killing them would be a travesty even though they all might kill us in the process. I know. So they said, you have to get it to go away in a different type of way. What are your thoughts, Willow and Lilac? You are the two most expendable creatures here, and if anybody gets fried on the first attempt, it's okay if it's you. Well, Willow was incensed. She had not lived to 275 by, you know, just listening blindly to people. Lilac, on the other hand, was excited because she thought, oh, this is a great adventure. We could figure out some wonderful, magical way to deal with this dragon. And it doesn't even sound that hard if I have Willow leading the way. So Willow and Lilac went on their way home to discuss the whole, you know, council's ideas of what they should do. And they... They decided, you know what, we're going we're gonna to make this decision over dinner. A good fairy dinner, okay? So Willow said, Lilac, you need to go and gather the materials. I'm going to think on things. You gather this stuff for dinner, and then I'll make it, and then we'll make our decision. So Lilac went and gathered as much materials as she could. She found some mushrooms from the forest. She asked her friends for all the cheese that they had, because all we all know that mushrooms and cheese are really good together. And she went and found some sticks because she felt like that would add a really nutty flavor to the meal. She brought it back to Willow, and Willow said, girl, how are we gonna make a full meal out of sticks, mushrooms, and random cheeses? And Lilac said, I don't know, that's not my job, that's hers. So then Willow did make a gourmet meal and as she did it really made her think and get her mind working in a creative way and seemed to help her form a plan for their mission mm, indeed willow thought well maybe the dragon just is hungry and if we fed him he would be more agreeable to going away so she started making all these different dishes and she took some recipes she learned throughout the years when she had other tense negotiations, like the time she had to talk to the ogre who was on her land, or the time perhaps when the centaurs were going to come hunt her down and gut her like a fish. But fortunately, she calmed them down by petting down their coat and grooming them well. So she made a few little treats. She tried to think what a dragon would like, and so she decided that maybe she would make some flaming Alaska because the dragons would like some fire. She made some Indian food as well with just the right amount of spice. And of course, she brought some hot tamales to make sure that this dragon felt loved. But she also decided she should have a fourth dish, her backup dish. Because if all else failed, she thought maybe the answer was in poison to get rid of this dragon. But not the poison you and I would think. You see, you and I would think that she would be trying to kill the dragon, but the woodland creature's laws about killing endangered species are very, very strict. But she never learned any rules about making the dragon have food poisoning. So she thought, maybe if I just slip a diuretic into his food and make him poop a lot, maybe then he'll have to go away to a place where he's a little bit more comfortable and could wash his bum more cleanly. So she made a, a Take exit batch of brownies with some wax dips in them and said, this is just in case. Got it, Lilac? You got it, said Lilac. Wink, wink, boom. So they go and take this journey and begin having a civil discourse 
with the dragon. They find found him in his home, and of course the dragon was named Fred. Take exit six. Like all good dragons. Boring, bland, problematic, and of course, very accurate in business. Knowing indeed the current value of gold, as our friends J.R.R. Tolkien would tell Continue us, for three even if he is out of the market for quite some time. So they go up to his house and they knock on the door and say, Oh, hello, dragon! Are you hungry? Nah. That was Lilith's question. Not a great question for fairies to ask a dragon, by the way. P.S. Dragons, well, they're not crazy about fairies. They will eat them, given the opportunity. They taste like sugar. What are yeah. they to do? Well, dragons have high cholesterol, so they often are worried about that type of thing. <laughs> Just because they're a large creature doesn't mean that they don't care about it. They're uh, about their cholesterol levels. Of course. Their body image is model, quite a challenge the for these from the right lane to keep So right thankfully, when Lilac asks a question, she says a million ones at, at a time. So even though she also asks, are you hungry? She immediately started listing all of the foods they had. And that really helped to clarify that they weren't offering up themselves for the dragon's food. And so Lilac listed, are you hungry? Do you like mushrooms? Do you like cheese? Do you like sticks? Do you like flambe? Do you like, do you like, do you like, do you like? And eventually the dragon came out quickly simply because he was curious, what, the second from the right lane what thing right is yammering on outside my door? So he comes He's outside and Fred says, I am hungry. What do you have? So Willow paused Lilac on her many questions and started miles. to entertain the dragon, tell him about the foods that they wanted to offer him and how they really wanted to, you know, get to know the dragon. And so she started to, you know, tell the dragon about the land that he was on tell him about other better lands that he might be interested in as he was enjoying their fair. And every once in a while, Lilac would get really excited and ask the dragon a million questions about what Willow was saying or what the dragon was saying. And it really seemed to irritate the dragon, which wasn't Willow's plan because she wanted him to like them. So she tried to keep Lilac quiet, but it wasn't working. Yes, Fred really did not like Lilac. Willow was all right. He kind of sensed that Willow was more of his travel agent and realtor in some ways. And if you were to be honest, this mystical woodland area was really bumming him out. It's a little too happy and a lack of war and bloodshed for him. He wanted to go to a place where his talents and habits of reaping chaos would be more appreciated. More of like, um, uh, what would we call Washington, D.C., where people just don't care about each other's feelings or the common good. So he thought about it for a long time and decided, I'll tell you what, Willow, I'll go, but before I go, you have to make a deal with me. You can never let Lilac speak to me again. <laughs> Lilac was a little upset by this because she was rather smitten with the dragon. So very often she had not experienced a cute, good-looking, muscular figure in her life, and she was wondering, hey, maybe we don't need this guy to move at all. Maybe what he needs is a missus. Fred. And then Willow looks and realizes there's only one answer to this. So first she says, Fred, you've been so dear. Thank you for all the food that we've gotten to share with you. I know you're going to love your place in Congress. I hope that you can make a lot of friends there. And now, Lila, Lilac, Fred has to go, I think. But I've got some brownies for you. Because while we're finishing up the last things, 
maybe you should eat something just in case you're a little hungry here. Lilac, who had not eaten any of the dinner because she had been talking so much, said, no, this would be great. She ate the brownies and realized, ooh, some Tootsie Rolls were about to start falling from her bottom. So she sped away so she could go poop in peace. But then Fred and Willow carried on their conversation. So Willow put the final details to the deal and sent Fred on his merry way. When Lilac came back, the deal was done and Fred was gone. Lilac was so sad and asked Willow many times, is there any way she could say goodbye to Fred another way? And Willow said, for now, Lilac, we're just gonna have to let him be and let him have that fond, fond memory of you fleeing into the woods to pee or do more. So Lilac had to be okay with that, but she was really excited that their mission was complete. And so they went back to the council and told them of their success. They had gotten rid of the dragon Fred. Everyone gave them a round of applause. And to Willow's chagrin, as they told the story, everyone seemed to think that it wasn't Willow's clever plan that got rid of the dragon. Instead, they thought that it was Lilac's clever strategy of annoying Fred into leaving. So Willow decided, well, we're so grateful Lilac did this great job with a gleam in her eye and said, who wants brownies to the whole council? And that night, not a single person went to bed. But instead, the stench of Tootsie Rolls heated to an uncomfortable temperature were smelled throughout all the woods. But Willow nestled underneath her quilt, slept sand as a bug, knowing that vengeance was hers. And she had a new friend in Congress who was always ready to take care of the, her light work in this woodland realm. Won't you nuzzle into story time with us? Please like, subscribe, comment, give us a five-star review, and you can email us at howdoyousayyaris at gmail.com. If any of you play this story for your children, we would love to hear the effects on young developing minds. We would really want to know about it. <laughs> uh, email us at howdoyousayyaris at gmail.com, and you can follow us at Adam Yaros on Instagram. Nuzzle away, friends. Toodle pip. Snack on.